Good morning. Welcome to your very exciting talk show on radio, Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show. The show is powered by your quality foods and household products provider, Nasco Group Nigeria. Do you know where your children are at the moment? The menace of environmental noise pollution has a recent been at the front burner of national discourse. In keeping with our commitment to educating, informing, and entertaining our teeming listener on contemporary issues that affect your everyday life, we started a conversation last Saturday on the preponderance of noise pollution in communities, highlighting and tackling the social health and environmental effects on persons. In the discussion, we looked at, among others, what constitutes noise pollution, how noise pollution affects the health of persons in communities, sources of noise, and what the law says about noise pollution. We also discussed some of the standard guidelines against environmental noise pollution. This morning, we are back with the second and concluding part of this package. We shall focus attention on whether a class action lawsuit is possible against companies that produce noise pollution in the course of processing their products, the step-by-step procedure for instituting such an action, as well as the use of loudspeakers by vendors of products and places of worship. We will also highlight and come up with strategies to tackle the social, health and environmental effects of noise on persons, among others. Barrister Steve Abba, a distinguished senior legal practitioner and a member of the Plato State Judicial Service Commission, is here to continue and wrap up the conversation on NASCO Women's Show today. I am Hudun Gyan. Stay right where you are and we'll be right back. So crunchy and so creamy. It's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need. For everybody, take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say, that's away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. Barrister Steve Abba, it's good to have you with us again on the Nasco Moment Show. Thank you for having me back on the program. So, um, remembering, trying to make you remember what we discussed last week so that you can bring the listener up to speed on that conversation. Well, you have in your preamble outline some of the issues we looked at. We tried to define what constitutes noise, which we said noise is any unwanted sound that causes nuisance or disturbs a person. Uh, then we looked at its sources of noise, which can be uh, environmental, uh, within the home and the outside. And then we looked at the impact on health, the fact that a lot of people have not been able to relate their medical challenges or health challenges to uh, noise pollution and then um, the impact it has on the ecosystem itself and then the fact that um, noise is a nuisance in law and it can either be private nuisance or a public nuisance in which case if it's private the individual can approach the courts for uh, damages and then an order to for cessation of the source of that noise and then if it's public where it affects more than one or a few people, uh, the state is under an obligation to initiate the machine of prosecution to ensure that it stops. Uh, amongst other issues, those are the things we are trying to look at. 
Okay, so let's move on to what our focus is on today. Is a class action suit, a lawsuit possible against companies that produce noise pollution from the processing of their products? Very, very possible. Uh, we must first understand what a class action is. A class action suit uh, or case is one in which a group of people with you know, the same or similar injuries uh, caused by the same product or action can sue a defendant as a group. Uh, if you have more than one person affected by the same nuisance uh, and then their interests are the same because the same source uh, the same effect on you, you share the same interest in the matter, you can sue as a group. Uh, and usually for you to sustain or file a class action, you need, um, the standard has been about 20 people upwards to come as a group to form what you call a class for the purposes of filing a suit. Yeah, so if any um, industry or any uh, manufacturer or business concern uh, in the course of the activity uh, is a source of noise, then those affected by that source have a right as a group to come together and sue. Okay, so let's say there's a group that wants to come together as a group to sue. Mm -hmm. what, would, uh, what steps would they need to take to institute such an action? Well, like I said, they must first ascertain that they are all affected by that same common uh, nuisance. Uh, secondly, they must agree among themselves that look, we want to we agree to file a class action so that you don't include somebody that comes and disassociates himself from the process subsequently and embarrasses you. So they must also agree to, you know, initiate their proceedings. Uh, I would advise because of the technicality involved that the next step will be to brief a lawyer, inform, I mean, instruct a lawyer to take up the matter for them. And usually, if 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 it's a class action, which is a, a, a private action for instance, a civil, a civil action. Uh, in tort, what is expected of the lawyer is to first write and give notice to the company organization which is responsible for that noise to abate within a time frame. When that fails to happen, then he can go ahead and file an action, prepare the, the, the reads and file it in court claiming damages. So those are the steps that uh, almost necessarily go through. Okay, how does the use of loudspeakers by, by vendors of products and worship centers constitute noise pollution? Clearly, the sound that comes out from those speakers is above acceptable decibel levels. Clearly, it is above it, and so it constitutes noise. Um, it, it, it doesn't have to be so. Like I said, if you're right, you're right. I mean, your, 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 your ability to exercise your right terminates where another person's right begins. So once it interferes with another person's right of enjoyment, uh, then it constitutes a nuisance. So when, when uh, religious uh, institutions mount uh, speakers or amplifiers externally, you keep wondering for whose purpose they are doing that, if, if it's just for the purpose of their congregation. If you want to go and um, evangelize some people, go to them. Go and meet them. Uh, but if it is for the purposes of your congregation, you should be limited to it. There are other ways of advertising products without disturbing people, without causing, I mean, constituting a nuisance in society. There are so many other ways of advertisement. So clearly, the sound that comes from those speakers, from um, marketers of products, 
and uh, religious organizations is noise. It's noise pollution, it's a nuisance, and it's actionable in law. So I hope our listener, you are getting more enlightened as this conversation goes on. Uh, John is again right after this. A promise kept. the taste of Nasco cream crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco cream crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco cream crackers is best served with tea, coffee and cheese. Nasco cream crackers. Hey. Nasco cream crackers. A promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Cream Crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Welcome back. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. We are discussing the preponderance of noise pollution in communities, highlighting and tackling the social, health, and environmental effects on persons with our guest, Barrister Steve Abba, a distinguished senior legal practitioner and a member of the Plateau State Judicial Service Commission. Now, we've talked about the use of generators on this program mm. within households and neighborhoods. Uh, it is known to create a lot of noise. Now, is this act legally permissible, especially for operators of telecommunication masts, which are sited within residential areas? I think the challenge is with... Um the authorities who grant uh, permits, you know, to these operators. Uh, besides uh, constituting noise pollution, um, research has also established the fact that um, some of the radio radioactive um, uh, emissions that come from this mass have a negative health impact on, you know, people, the hu humans. So citing them around residential areas is inimical to health. But you find a situation whereby the authorities license them to do these things. And that's why I said uh, the process must be viewed from a holistic pers I mean, uh, uh, view, you know, because uh, apparently, like I said earlier, a lot of ignorance attends these things. The authorities who license these things are probably unaware of the effects of noise on the communities. Now you have them, they're authorized, they're permitted. If you file an action, they find that becomes a defense for them. But um, I know that in, with involvement of uh, technology, these days we have a preponderance of noiseless generators. So the noise that comes from those generators these days are not as... Um, except those generators are bad, but the noise is within um, containable and acceptable levels mm. for some of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. In what particular ways can noise pollution be reduced? Well, we can reduce noise pollution by uh, turning off appliances when they are not in use, um, or lowering the volume when they are in use. We can use airplugs if the noise around you is uh, disturbing, and there's hardly anything you can do about it, especially within a work environment. Um, uh, Noise travels, sound or no, travels on air. So if you plant more trees, it breaks the noise, it reduces it. You know, so you can plant more trees and then you embark in the, 
embarking upon regular maintenance of vehicles and machinery. You know, because machinery, once they start deteriorating in standard, they begin to emit louder noise. So regular maintenance will help. Um, uh, like I said, obstruction of uh, sound waves reduce noise. So if you build walls around your premises, especially for uh, industries, it helps to contain the noise that comes out from such places. And then uh, in your own home, uh, if you have a generator, you, you can, you know, uh, put a foam as a base for it to reduce vibration, you know, under such heavy machinery. Then installation of carpets, uh, linoleum, and uh, drips, and even drips on the windows and doors, they all help block out and reduce sound pollution. So these are some of the ways we can um, reduce noise pollution. Okay. So moving forward, what are some of the strategies that can be deployed to tackle the social, health, and environmental effects of noise pollution on persons? Primarily, it is regulation. Secondly, research. Because research enables us to understand uh, the sources of noise and how we can contain them. Uh, thirdly, public awareness, just like what we are doing on this program. Uh, fourthly, deliberate government strategy to ensure that sources of noise pollution are removed from uh, uh, the environment or the human communities so that it can minimize the impact upon the human communities. So these are the things that we need to do. Government first has to do regulation. And like I said, if government takes regulation seriously, uh, it will affect public. I mean, it will affect policy, especially town planning. So that, uh, like in Jos, if you have industries, they should be concentrated in an industrial area, away from residential areas. Uh, in that way, you'll be shielding people away. But these days, you find industries exist. I mean, existing side by side, you know, uh, residential areas, and also licensing of uh, worship centers. And all this, and even entertainment centers, uh, nightclubs, um, stadia, and the rest of them, they are in this day situated right in the, in the midst of residential communities, and they are major sources of noise pollution. Okay. Do you think there has been adequate sensitization of the people on the negative and dangerous effects of noise pollution? Certainly there hasn't been. Uh, like I said earlier, a lot of people are unable to link their health challenges to noise pollution. They are totally unaware. So ignorance is a major factor. So, and uh, they say my people perish for lack of knowledge. Uh, uh, except for programs like this, a lot of people will not be able to link them up and know that, look, uh, this is what is responsible for my health situation. So there has been a lack of um, awareness. Even for awareness. those people who are uh, the major sources of noise. Yeah, even they, they don't know. Most of them don't even realize it. You see, uh, our youth these days have a habit of um, playing their gadgets, you know, airpiece at very loud volumes. They are, they are probably ignorant of the fact that they are impairing their health. So people need to be educated on the effects, harmful effects of noise pollution. Mm. 
This is the Last Moment Show on radio. It's good to have you on the program. We'll be back right after this. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm, Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. It's the Nasco Moments Radio Show. We have been discussing the preponderance of noise pollution in communities, highlighting and tackling the social, health, and environmental effects on persons. And our guest, Barrister Steve Arba, as distinguished senior legal practitioner and a member of the Plateau State Judicial Service Commission, has been sharing his thoughts and experiences on the topic. Now, in your assessment, what can government do to reduce the ponderance of noise pollution? Um, uh, government must first engage in active or proactive regulation, um, deliberate policy strategies uh, to contain noise pollution, uh, active engagement with uh, players of indo- in industry uh, to ensure that um, they improve on the quality of their products, especially products that emit sound, machinery particularly. Uh, and the ready example is, uh, you know, with um, involvement of uh, civilization. We discovered these days we have generators that most of them are noiseless, and moving away from the very noisy generators. Even cars, we have cars these days that their sound levels are lower than uh, the cars of before. Uh, so government was actively engaged industrialists to ensure that they do that. Then siting of um, or town planning is also strategic. Uh, you must certain some pollution that you cannot totally do away with. You must make deliberate efforts to remove them away from those that will be impacted by it. So these are come up some of the steps that government needs to take. Okay. Yeah. And but, then okay. research, research is key. It's a constant. What about the industries themselves, the factories? What can they do to reduce noise pollution? Uh, they have a corresponding duty to having realized the effect, the negative effect, even on their employers, on the community they, they are servicing. Uh, then they have a duty, a moral duty to begin with, to ensure that they take steps that would reduce noise pollution. Plant trees, build uh, soundproof uh, uh, um, enclosures for their equipment, service their equipment to ensure that they emit less noise and uh, even in, engage in um, public awareness like uh, what NASCO is doing. NASCO is an industry and uh, is sponsoring a program like this to educate people on the effects of noise pollution. I think uh, they, they have is, 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 is commendable corporate social responsibility and that is expected of organizations like that. You talked about the harm of young people wearing um, headphones at very loud volumes at the expense of their health, probably not understanding that there are such consequences. Mm. But, if just, but the little things that we do at home, like your television, your blender, yeah. um, do, do these small things have an e- effect on you in any way? The, the regular 
the regularity and the consistency of that sound at a level that is beyond normal is noise pollution. And uh, the effect may not be as dramatic as uh, maybe very loud noise that uh, we have been examining here, but the consistent exposure to that is uh, inimical to health. So um, at homes, uh, if, if, if you're playing your electrical appliances, you should play them at a level that uh, is acceptable. Because one of the common things is that so for many people who listen to sound at a very loud voice, even their conversation, they have to be virtually shouting because it impairs hearing. Uh, it impairs, uh, 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 it, causes, it raises the stress level and so many other factors. So if, if you must use your blender, for instance, you can use an airplug for the duration that you're using that blender. If you have a generating set, if it is bad, you need to fix it. If it's still emitting sound that is above normal, um, you should find a way of enclosing it, you know, so that you can prevent the sound that goes out from it. So these are the kind of conscious steps that people can take uh, regarding the machine to operate uh, at the home front to reduce noise pollution and the debilitating effects on their persons. Okay. What are your final words on this topic? I will urge our listeners to take greater interest in this topic. Uh, I must confess, um, I was aware of the issue of noise pollution, but until this program, I didn't give much heed to it. Uh, we have come to accept noise pollution as part of our life, but it is, it is, it is not so. Um, we are unaware of the effects it has on our health. And once we realize that, we, know we need to take proactive steps. We, we need to engage the, the, those that are causes of noise pollution to ensure, because except we do that, uh, they may continue, some of them in ignorance, and some of them uh, with careless abandon. So we should take greater interest in um, the issue of noise pollution, the effect it has on the ecosystem, on our health, on our social being, well-being, and then um, take deliberate steps to contain it. So we should take greater interest in it. Yeah. And those who will insist in it, we must uh, make the conscious sacrifice or effort of uh, taking them before the appropriate authorities, that's the courts, to ensure that they stop it. Our uh, attitudes matter. And we, we have responsibilities not only to ourselves but uh, to everybody to else everybody around us. Very because cool. if people who drive trailers, large vehicles like that, who have very loud horns, mm -hmm. I was at the airport junction recently <laughs> and there was a major holdup there. And the trailer just kept on uh, honking. honking. And mm -hmm. the people around the area shouted at <laughs> the driver of the. <laughs> of uh, the trailer and he got agitated and did it some more <laughs> just because he could <laughs> so our attitudes are also a problem that, and that's exactly the point i was making um you see people deliberately go out and procure items that they can use to perpetrate noise pollution mm -hmm. like uh, people install extra horns on their vehicles louder horns so to speak just to harass uh, other road users uh, it's because they are not held to account uh, like I said if, if you go outside the shores of this country especially developed countries you wonder whether cars actually come with horns mm. because you, you hardly hear any horn anywhere right. it's because a, they enforce it mm. so we must enforce it 
even within our climb, for our own uh, well-being, because it affects our health. It certainly has been an interesting discussion and a pleasure discussing with you, Barrister Steve Abba, on the NASCO Moment Show today. It's my pleasure any day, any time. Okay. I sure hope that the listener has greatly benefited from this discussion on the preponderance of noise pollution in communities, highlighting and tackling the social health and environmental effects on persons. As we end the show, we urge you, listener, to um, visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group. You can also follow the Twitter handle at NASCO group. Freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. We have a NASCO Moments trivia question for you. It is, in what year was the Nigeria Steel Development Authority created to design plans for iron and steel projects as well as train students in iron and steel making. In what year was the Nigeria Steel Development Authority created to design plans for iron and steel projects as well as train students in iron and steel making? If you have the answer, send it to 0805-774-7777 and write your name and location as well. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show is brought to you by NASCO. Created by Unimark Limited, Marketing Communications Consultants, and executive produced by NASCO Marketing Department. Producer is Haroon Audu. Research and Content Development, George Palm and Haroon Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Alex Rubin. I am Hudun Gang, inviting you to be part of the show again next week and do generate much less noise from now on. Bye-bye.